This is the Public Record Podcast. I'm Managing Editor Ken Allen. The Public Record Podcast is a companion to the Public Record, the printed business news weekly that serves the Palm Springs, Coachella Valley, and the greater Inland Empire counties in Southern California. On this episode, we're going to look at some of the new laws affecting businesses starting January 1st, 2023, as well as a few that will go into force within the next 24 months. But before we get into the main course of law changes, I want to spend a few minutes with a bit of an appetizer. Seven things for business, government, and education leaders to think about as we enter the new year. Some of these you might consider New Year's resolutions. Others are just business tips. So we have a lot to cover in a very short time, so let's get right into the seven tips. Number one, please check your websites to be sure you have complete contact information. For some strange reason, a lot of businesses omit their postal address. If you have a good reason to hide your physical address, well, go ahead and get a P.O. box. If you're a small business, like several of the businesses I run, I can tell you it's murder to do new business prospecting. Now, people don't like email contacts. They don't like spam. And there are also some legal risks with email marketing. People don't like cold sales phone calls. And there are limited mass marketing platforms for targeted, cost-effective B2B marketing. So while postage is expensive, the Postal Service still provides the best way for many businesses to connect at a reasonable cost. So please check to be sure you have a postal address or some method of postal contact. Number two, if you don't have a website, please get a website this year. It boggles the mind that doctors' offices, restaurants, retail shops, businesses of all kinds still have no web presence here in 2022 and 2023. Social media is not a replacement for a dedicated website, as are social media-like sites like review sites or sites that provide restaurant reservations. You have got to have at least one page with information that you'd put on a business card. And if you don't know how to go about it, ask any 14-year-old. They can set you up on Wix or WordPress for a couple of hundred dollars. Number three, in the past year, the Federal Reserve Bank has been increasing interest rates to try to get the runaway inflation under control. And this has spooked a lot of CEOs. And this is where we see the men separated from the boys or the women separated from the girls. It's business 101 that you don't press the panic button and do mass layoffs the second the economy makes its cyclic downturns. Now, I don't have time to explain why this is, but the reasons should be pretty obvious. What do you do instead? First, you assess your budget and spending with a red pencil and slash all the frills. Remove duplication. Everyone has a cell phone today, so do you really need that old-fashioned PBX system that's costing you thousands of dollars a month? Can your staff work at home? Get rid of that expensive office overhead and move to a co-op office space with a receptionist and conference rooms that you can use as needed. Go to a furlough work schedule. Taking one day off a week reduces your salaries by 20%. Now, this could be a topic of a full podcast, but the takeaway is slashing staff is the last step you take in an economic crisis, the step right before bankruptcy. By the way, if your unique selling proposition has to do with customer service, then reducing your staff means you no longer have anything to sell, right? 
Number four, keep up to date on business news to look for emerging trends and new business opportunities. Be sure you're getting the public record, of course, and listening to our bi-monthly podcasts. I can also recommend the Bloomberg Business News Radio, which is available from a wide variety of sources like Apple Music, Sirius XM, some terrestrial radio stations in major metros, and they also have a number of podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, consumer reporter Clark Howard has an excellent show that will reveal to any savvy executive all kinds of new business opportunities. Highly recommended, the Clark Howard podcast. Number five, advertising is expensive, right? So would you like some free advertising? And advertising that may be 10 times more effective than advertising that looks like traditional ads? Well, welcome to the world of editorial marketing. This is another topic we could make a series of podcasts on, but the gist of it is this. Make it a goal this year to write a press release about something newsworthy every month. Make a list now, January through December. You can change it along the way, but start filling in the ideas now. Then post your news on your website and email it to your business clubs for their websites and newsletters, local media like the public record, and, if appropriate, affinity groups like churches and nonprofits. If you can't write them yourself, well, you could always pitch a story to a local newspaper and maybe the reporter will write it for you. Failing that, you may have to pay a few dollars to hire a PR person or freelance journalist. You can also contact your local colleges to find a student in PR or journalism. Number six, make this the year to do your part to combat ageism and age discrimination. Last year, we had a number of podcasts on this topic here on the Public Record Podcast with some nationally known experts like Ashton Applewhite, who sums up the problem this way. There's no such thing as age-appropriate once you're over 18. So monitor your communications for ageist words and phrases like senior something, golden ager, prime timer, 50-plus, or active adults. Avoid these stereotypes in your marketing communications, particularly in photos and videos. Don't go overboard in trying to convey someone is an older adult by showing them wearing fashions that went out of style 30 years ago or with some kind of physical impairment. When you show adults in social situations, mix up the ages. Don't default to showing same-age friends hanging out all the time. And our last tip, number seven, if you use social media, this one is for you. But first, a little pop quiz. What's the most important social media platform for most businesses? Facebook? Instagram? Twitter? LinkedIn? Nope. YouTube is the most widely used social media platform. And the reason should be no surprise. First of all, and foremost, 100% of Internet users can access YouTube. You don't need to subscribe to anything to use it. Not so with those other platforms. And if those subscription services decide they need to wring more private information out of you to sell to data brokers, they find some excuse to lock you out of your account. So after Google and Amazon, YouTube is the number three search engine. 
and people are usually looking for product reviews, how-to videos, unboxing videos, and similar information. So make YouTube your social media focus for 2023, and that also ties in with our tip on editorial marketing. You can do a lot of things on YouTube yourself for little or no cost, or hook up with a influencer who's interested in your product on YouTube and pay them a little money to do a review or demo of your product. And just a couple of bonus reminders for the new year. Replace the batteries on your battery-operated devices like clocks, smoke detectors, and carbon monoxide detectors. If you have battery-operated devices you're not using on a regular basis, remove those alkali batteries. Even the brand-name batteries will leak and have the potential to destroy your device. I'm thinking of cameras, flash units, radios, holiday decorations, remote controls, testers, and so on. And here's a pro tip. Switch to rechargeable batteries. They're more economical, and I've never had any of those leak. Okay, let's move on to the new laws affecting businesses in 2023. Most of these take effect January 1st, but there are a few that take place a little later, within the next 24 months. The California minimum wage will increase to $15.50 per hour as of January 1, 2023. More than 30 California cities have a minimum wage higher than the state mandate. This may not affect as many businesses as it may seem, as I see a lot of fast food places already offering as much as $18 per hour. The white-collar exemptions will remain pegged to the state minimum wage and not the local minimum wages. The salary to qualify for administrative, executive, and professional exemptions from California's overtime laws will increase to 64480 on January 1st for all sized employers. There will no longer be an exemption for small employers. And the salary to qualify for the computer professional exemption will increase to 112065 annually or $53.80 per hour. Let me make just one quick commentary on minimum wage increases. These are never popular with businesses, but we shouldn't blame politicians. The real driver of labor costs really boils down to housing. Most of your workforce spends far too much of their net income on housing. We've had a severe shortage of housing for decades, and it's only getting worse, not better. So the business community needs to put the pressure on your local governments to fast-track housing that minimum wage workers can afford. If you do the math, we're looking at about a $400 a month price point for a single adult in an efficiency apartment. And the reality is the minimum studio apartment in the Coachella Valley is around $1,200 right now. So what happens is three adults have to share an apartment that was designed for one person. And they have to find places to park three cars in a neighborhood that can only accommodate one per household. More law changes for 2023. As of January 1st, the California Privacy Rights Protection Act no longer includes the employee exemption, which means that California employees, applicants, emergency contacts, beneficiaries, independent contractors, and members of boards of directors have the same privacy rights as any other consumer. Employees may request what personal information is collected on them and or request that the information be deleted or corrected. 
Employees may direct the company not to sell or share their personal information. Fast Food Accountability and Standards Recovery Act, or FAST, establishes a 10-member Fast Food Council with members appointed by the Governor, the Speaker of the Assembly, and the Senate Rules Committee. The Council would require various terms of employment for all fast food restaurants whose brands have more than 100 locations. And presumably smaller chains and one-off shops would have to fall in line in order to compete for labor. Workers represented by a union would be exempt, and we're seeing a lot more unionization in the restaurant industry, particularly at chains like Starbucks. Starting January 1st, SB 931 gives power to the Public Employment Relations Board, or PERB, to hear claims of employer violations from public employees. Fines of up to $1,000 will be paid to the state's general fund, not to exceed $100,000. The California Family Rights Act expands to include designated persons. So employers with five or more employees must provide eligible employees up to a total of 12 work weeks in any 12-month period for family care and medical leave as defined by the CFRA. AB 1041 amends this act to include a designated person who is the equivalent of a family relationship. Mass layoffs. AB 1601 expands the notice requirement of CalWARN to a call center employer where employees, as their primary function, receive phone calls or electronic communications to provide customer service or related functions. This law kicks in when the employer intends to move 30% of the call center's total volume when measured against the average call volume for the previous 12 months. Off-duty cannabis. Uh, Now, this one does not take effect this year. It begins January 2024, where it will be unlawful for an employer to discriminate on the basis of a person's use of cannabis off the job and away from the workplace. Now, certain employees and applicants are exempt, including those in the building and construction trades and those where positions require a federal background investigation or clearance. Once again, that law will go into effect a year from January 1st in 2024. Post-secondary education, sexual violence, and harassment. AB 2683 requires that each campus of the California Community Colleges and the California State University post information on sexual violence and harassment on its campus internet website. Starting in September 24. Covered educational institutions must provide students with annual sexual violence and sexual harassment training, similar to the kind of training employers have been required to provide in the workplace for some years now. The DFEH has been renamed to the CRD, so if you missed it, the Department of Fair Employment and Housing changed its name to the Civil Rights Department in July of this year, 2022. According to the bill, SB 189, the change was made to the CRD's powers and duties, which include enforcement of laws prohibiting hate violence, human trafficking, discrimination in business establishments, and discrimination in government-funded programs and activities, among others. Enforcement of judgments, a.k.a. wage garnishments. Existing law sets limits on how much a court 
can garnish from an employee's wages. SB 1477 lowers some of these percentages and goes into effect in September of 2023 rather than January. So currently, the court can garnish 25% of disposable earnings for the week. That will be lowered to 20%. There's a secondary formula that lowered from 50% to 40%, and that's too complicated to explain in this program. So check your state labor website referring you to SB 1477 for details. Your takeaway is garnishments are being lowered, probably because wages aren't keeping up with inflation and the cost is pricing full-time workers out of their homes or possibly even their jobs. Pay transparency. California law already prohibits employers from asking job applicants about their salary history and requires employers to provide applicants with pay scales upon request. California law also currently requires employers with 100 or more employees to file an annual pay data report with the California Civil Rights Department. SB 1162 creates new employee-facing pay transparency obligations and creates a new CRD pay data reporting obligation. So this law has three main components. Listen to this first one very carefully. Employers with 15 or more employees are now going to be required to include a pay scale in all job postings. Now, that's important. So let me say that again. 15 or more employees, you'll have to include a pay scale in all your job postings. All employers will be required to disclose to their existing employees upon request a pay scale for their postings, and employers with 100 or more employees will be required to comply with these new data reporting requirements. No discrimination based on reproductive health decisions. Senate Bill 523 amends the California Fair Employment and Housing Act by adding reproductive health decision-making as a new protected classification. The term includes, but is not limited to, access to a particular drug, device, or product, medical service for reproductive health, such as contraceptives or an abortion procedure. The law also prohibits an employer from requiring an employee or applicant to disclose information relating to that person's reproductive health. Well, those are some of the highlights of some of the new laws affecting California businesses in 2023 and for 24 months uh, after that. We have a little time left, so let me do a quick review of my seven suggested business tips, or you could call them New Year's resolutions, for businesses in 2023. Number one, check your website to be sure you have some kind of postal address for people to mail you things. If you need to keep your address a secret, please get a P.O. box and list it on your website. Number two, if you don't have a website, please get one this year. Even if it's only one page with the info you'd have on your business card. Social media, review sites, reservation sites are not a substitute for having your basic business information online. And recall what I said earlier about those social media sites that require memberships. Many of your customers are not members of those sites and can't get access to your business information. Number three, when those inevitable economic downturns come along, be proactive so that you don't end up shooting yourself in the foot with mass layoffs and other major business management faux pas. 
mass layoffs are the solution of last resort just before you declare bankruptcy. I'll plan to do a future podcast on how to get ahead of those economic downturn cycles and steps you can take to proactively operate as efficiently as possible. Number four, keep up to date on business news in 2023. Along with the public record, I can recommend Bloomberg Radio and their podcasts, as well as consumer reporter Clark Howard's podcast. Highly recommended. Number five, get free advertising through public relations. Write a press release every month, then post it to your website, and send it out to news media and organizations that publish local news on their websites and newsletters. Number six, make 2023 the year to eliminate age discrimination and ageism in your marketing communications. You know, uh, there are all kinds of discrimination, but one kind of discrimination that will affect all of us sooner or later is age discrimination. And it works both ways for younger people and older people. If you are over 18, there is no such thing as age appropriate. So check out some of our 2022 podcasts on this topic for more information. And finally, number seven, if you're into social media marketing, consider making YouTube a priority in 2023. Your sales prospects don't need an account to use it, so there's no possibility of them getting kicked out of it. It's a great way to demo your product and give how-to tutorials. The Public Record Podcast is a public service of the Public Record, the Coachella Valley's Business News Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and click the subscribe button with your favorite podcasting host. I'm Managing Editor Ken Allen, reminding you to make someone's day with something nice to say. (laughs) 